Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. We're speaking with Howard Hutchinson, property rights activist and executive director of the Coalition of Arizona and New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. Let me ask you kind of a leading question. Um, Do you think there's an ulterior motive in this whole Endangered Species Act, the listing and the the habitat rules and all that stuff, where vast areas of land are sequestered from from the public? Um, Is it really just about saving endangered species? Uh, No, I I don't think so. Uh, And I was also affiliated with the organization Freedom 21 that was initiated and started by Henry Lab, uh, along with uh, Tom DeWeese and, and a number of other brilliant people who, uh, through their research, uh, discovered uh, this nefarious plan, uh, a global plan, uh, to basically take over the world uh, into a centralized government control. Uh, and it's called Agenda 21. And Agenda 21 uh, was developed uh, out of the Rio Conference uh, and subsequently produced uh, other documents and agreements and accords that uh, led up to the climate agreements and and all of these other things. The cornerstone of this, and it's stated in their documents, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I believe in uh, just the facts, folks. Their documents say that the primary threat to the planet is private property. So... Uh, when when you look at it from from that perspective, and you look at the various regulatory schemes that have been developed in this country, and the agencies that have evolved to take over management of land, the eventual outcome is pretty visible, uh, and the up- object of that activity becomes pretty visible, and that is the reduction and elimination of private property. You know, 
Karl Marx in the Communist Manifesto, the first plank is the elimination of all private property. That is the first plank in the Communist Manifesto. Uh, and that's really what we're seeing here. Uh, you've brought up an issue that is that I have been personally uh, railing against and lecturing about for a number of years, and that's Agenda 21 and the uh, the desire by global elites to you know, take control over planet Earth. Uh, not too many people probably remember the fact that in two years after Rio, Rio was in 1992, and two years after Rio, uh, the UN uh, Wildlands Treaty uh, was proposed to the U.S. Senate. And they were actually on uh, on track to pass that UN treaty to ratify it in the Senate when Kay Bailey Hutchinson actually brought a map to show what the United States would look like if that treaty was ratified. And what it basically was is that there were very small and isolated areas that were called human zones. And pretty much the rest of the United States were human free zones or human little limited access zones. Where we live here in Cherokee County was a non-human zone on that treaty map. So when you talk about Agenda 21, uh, you can see that the Endangered Species Act, the all the uh, wilderness designations and the corridors for animal migration are all part of this overall scheme. Uh, and so to bring this up, Howard Hutchinson, you're definitely not a conspiracy theorist. You, you're just talking about the facts. People may want to think that, that you and I talking about this means we are conspiracy theorists, but it's all written in black and white on documents from the United Nations and all the people who support those kind of activities. Well, it was, uh, we, we recently lost a great American, uh, well, actually two over the last few years. Michael Kaufman just passed away, and he actually produced that map uh, that Kay Bailey Hutchinson used on the Senate floor. Uh, he, along with uh, Henry Lamb and Tom McDonald, uh, actually smuggled that uh, the, the uh, uh, biodiversity treaty uh, basis document out of Geneva, and and in 24 hours prepared uh, that testimony that was presented on the floor of the, of the Senate. Uh, it's it's a tragedy that we've lost both Henry Lamb and uh, uh, Michael Kaufman, but uh, uh, their their work uh, now stands uh, for anybody who uh, wants to take a look. Uh, they've produced the evidence. Uh, the evidence is not hard to produce. These people uh, do not hide what they're doing anymore. They're content that they are on a successful path for world domination. Well, the, the interesting thing, of course, is that uh, people like Ted Turner have come out and said that the ideal population of planet Earth is about 250 million people. Uh, he then recently 
revise that upward to 500 million people. Uh, that leaves about, I guess, about 7 billion people that need to disappear. Uh, and, I'm, and I really know that, though, that they, people like Ted Turner, really firmly believe that they will be among the 500 million that remain. Uh, and that's really the mindset of the arrogant elitists who promote these kind uh, of agendas. They promote them because uh, socialism is for the people, not the socialists. And that's why you get these people who think that for some reason they have the right to tell everybody else what to do as long as it doesn't affect them themselves. Well, and uh, they can they can do this by concentrating the populations into these urban areas. Uh, Edward Abbey was responsible for writing the book called The Monkey Ranch Gang, that he where he described uh, basically these eco warrior uh, anarchists who uh, battled against. Uh, the Forest Service uh, and land developers, and but he also wrote another uh, book in the beginning of of his journey into wilderness advocacy, and it's called uh, the San County, uh, uh, not San County, uh, the Desert Solitaire. Uh, San County Al- Almanac was uh, Aldo Leopold, but. Desert Solitaire was Edward Abbey's book where he laid out uh, what he felt was the justification for wilderness. The very first item that he put in there for justification of wilderness is that all revolutions against tyranny have been conducted from wilderness. And therefore, for government for tyrannical governments to exist. He made a list of things that needed to happen. The first one on that list was raise the wilderness. In other words, burn it down so that people could not go to wilderness and successfully conduct guerrilla warfare against a tyrannical government. The next things were such as get rid of the indigenous population, the Indians, the cowboys, the miners, the people who could be self-sufficient and and make uh, do uh, as individuals. And then the other thing he said was concentrate people into urban centers where they could be bombed and strafed into submission. Uh, When you think about those things, uh, not many wilderness advocates these days uh, have those concepts as to why uh, you want to carry out an Agenda 21. But obviously somebody read Edward Abbey's book and took him seriously. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum will return right after a quick break.
We're speaking with Howard Hutchinson, property rights activist and executive director of the Coalition of Arizona and New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. You know, I think you probably and I and most of our listeners have seen the trilogy, The Hunger Games, uh, and that really, The Hunger Games to me, is what Agenda 21 hopes to achieve. They had areas of human where, where humans were allowed to live that were fenced in, surrounded by vast areas of wilderness uh, where no humans were allowed to go. And this was then all easily controlled by a central government. Concentrating people into human zones means they are susceptible to every kind of regulation, limitation, and rule placed on them by a a tyrant or a tyrannical government. All their food comes from without and is given to them. All their medical care is controlled. Uh, Everything that they need for life is controlled by a government, and therefore insurrection is impossible. Correct. And that's, uh, it, it, you know, I, I, I look at, at these situations, and I've lived both in, a, in an urban area, and I've lived in, in rural areas, and I've traveled uh, around this hemisphere, uh, and one of the things that a, uh, a person who worked for the New Mexico Department of Agriculture pointed out to me one time was she had traveled uh, to, uh, to Russia, um, to Ethiopia, to northern Africa, to uh, Israel, uh, to Mongolia, and visited with rural agricultural people. And she said what she found was that universally rural agricultural people were the nicest people in the whole world everywhere she went uh, and and they have uh, a they, they have a commonality of uh, being gracious hosts and, and uh, humble people and and I thought about that and I have experienced that same thing uh, in my own travels in the United States, uh, in Mexico, in Central America, uh, people who live off the land are are have very common traits. You could say that people who live off the land are truly down to earth. How about yeah. that? I'm talking with Howard Hutchinson, the executive director of the Coalition of Arizona New Mexico Counties for Stable Economic Growth. And I'm reminding you of the Southeastern Private Property and Federal Land Use Conference, July the 29th. That's a Saturday in Bryson City. Uh, And Howard Hutchinson will be uh, one of the speakers, along with Myron Ebel, who was on President Trump's uh, EPA transition team, William Perry Penley of the Mountain States Legal Foundation, and Tom DeWeese of the American Policy Center. So Howard, let's talk. Let's talk about how do you get counties? How do you get counties to act together for mutual benefit, especially 
rural counties. Uh, and, and people should know that I have formed the Coalition of Rural Appalachian Counties uh, for our area, just as you are part of the Coalition of uh, the coalition of uh, Arizona and New Mexico counties for stable economic growth. So that model, to me, is very appealing. How do you, come, how do you go about doing that, and what benefits can you reap by doing that? I think that one thing that that uh, county commissioners, county judges, county supervisors, particularly those from rural uh, natural resource-based counties, recognize is that fighting the federal government or these international uh, agendas is impossible as an individual county. We simply do not have the resources to conduct these types of battles. The environmental organizations that we are up against uh, in the Southwest uh, boast, you know, tens of millions of dollars in annual budget. Uh, they, they have tens of millions of dollars devoted to litigation. The national environmental organizations such as uh, the Natural Resource Defense Council, uh, the uh, Sierra Club, uh, the Audubon Society, they are working with a hundred million plus a year in budgets. Uh, so, the key to putting these together is finding people in those county governments, in those rural county governments, who understand the Constitution, who understand uh, the value of private property and the principles upon which this country were, were founded. Uh, and then maintaining uh, those people in elected office. Uh, we are term limited here in New Mexico. Arizona is not. Uh, but keeping a continuum and keeping uh, the county governments organized is a is a real difficult task, especially when every uh, every four years uh, we we turn over our county commissions here in, in New Mexico. So uh, <clears throat> we uh, we try to make sure that we don't interfere <clears throat> in local government decisions. that we keep it as a coalition. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com.
the right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom.